4: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today.
5: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and
4: me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. A ton to discuss. If you didn't listen to the first hour, What are you doing with your life? Make sure you sign up for the podcast. You can go dive into it. We shared a lot of the latest data on COVID, discussed the situation in Florida. We still got to get into Netflix and Dave Chappelle trying to have his speech stifled in some of the ridiculous protests and counter-protests that we saw yesterday. Ongoing budget battle on Capitol Hill. NBA player taking aim at China. This is actually going to get pretty intriguing and spicy, I think. We bring in now... Senator Marsha Blackburn of uh, my home state of Tennessee. Senator Blackburn, thanks for taking time to join us in a busy uh, week on Capitol Hill. And I want to start with you here. I know we've got a lot to get into, but Dr. Fauci, based on the NIH's own, own statement that came out this morning, it appears that he lied in front of Congress at a minimum, he should have to retract much of the testimony that he has given about gain-of-function research involving COVID. Do you agree with that uh, that prognosis, that analysis that I just provided, and what should happen yeah. to Dr. Fauci based on this latest NIH statement?
6: Well, Clay, he should immediately be put on leave because of what he has done, and then he should be required to go back to the committee under oath and to correct the record under oath. Now, of course, I think that Dr. Fauci is one of those that should be removed because when we were saying early on we need to investigate this lab, he came out in defense of that lab, and now we understand why. He was in favor of uh, keeping that quiet, why he didn't want us investigating the lab, uh, why he didn't want us to look at the partners they had in some of this research.
1: Senator Blackburn, it's Buck. I, I want to know what you think of the uh, testimony today, such as I know you-, you haven't been able to watch all of it. you got other things you got to do, but you have Merrick Garland, the attorney general on Capitol Hill, responding to some pretty upset GOP members of Congress over the letter he put out from his office stating essentially that parents who are speaking out at these school board meetings about particularly critical race theory, but other issues as well, are possible domestic terrorists or insurrectionists. What do you make of
5: it?
6: Well, of course, this was completely inappropriate. And moms and dads, Going to a school board meeting to question people that they, that are elected and a school system that is paid for with taxpayer dollars. Some of these school boards are so arrogant and out of touch. They have forgotten that they do not work for the teachers union. They work for the people of that jurisdiction who have elected them and put them on that school board. And if you want to know, Why there is pornography or sexual assault or why there is critical race theory or the 1619 Project or why their children are being forced to wear masks. You have every right to go and petition your government and ask those questions. And if those individuals don't want to answer the questions, then they ought to be resigning.
2: Senator Blackburn, uh, a lot to get into, as I said, when we started this interview, but you recently visited the border. We now know one point seven million people have crossed the border, which is a record going, I think, all the way back to 1986. And there are some unique circumstances associated with 1986. So for many people listening right now, border crossings, the highest level of their lives illegally. What should happen? Yeah. What should happen with Secretary Mayorkas? And what did you see when you were at the border?
6: Well, we thought we were going to have Secretary Mayorkas in front of us today, but he has COVID. He yes. did not want to testify um, in by remote and uh, virtually for us today. But what I saw was a lot of chaos and confusion. There's Border Patrol that want to do their job. The Texas Highway Patrol and the National Guard have stepped up under Operation Lone Star in order to protect that border. You've got border patrols that are very concerned about the Haitian migrants, the 60,000 that are headed toward that southern border, and they were very specific in their conversations with me. And of course, I've been going down there now for over a decade. When I had legislation, I was working with them to deport the criminal illegal aliens, and What they're seeing is a lot of uptick, not only in the humanitarian crisis with the trafficking of individuals. The criminal element is just much more aggressive. You know, they're uh, shooting on the Mexico side of the border. They have not shot at our National Guard and Highway Patrol and CBP yet. Uh, they also are very concerned about all the gotaways and the amount of drug trafficking, um, human trafficking, the bad elements that do not want to be apprehended. And that has picked up. There are hundreds of thousands of gotaways that are getting through that border. And I said, tell me what you need us to do first. And they said, look, this situation is fixable. And that is their term. They said, first, go back to building the wall. That was a huge help. They've asked for it for decades. President Trump moved forward on it. Second, put Remain in Mexico back in place and catch and release so that people are not just apprehended, put on a plane to your community, told to show up in court two years later, and then allow them to exercise Title 42 so that people who are HIV positive, people that have COVID, people that have measles are not going to be put on those planes and moved into the country's interior. And those are things that as they say, if you do this and if you enforce the rule of law, we can keep this country safe. But right now we don't know what is coming across the border when it comes to weapons or drugs are traffickers. We don't know if there are people that are known terrorists on the in the gotaways because we don't really know who it is that is coming in and you know one thing that was so interesting uh, when I was leaving McAllen I met with um, a TSA agent. They have set up a special screening process to screen these that are coming in, these individuals coming into the country illegally, because they do not have documentation. So they have a special screening line for them so that they can put them onto commercial flights.
1: We're speaking to Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Senator, the... uh bill that the Democrats and the Biden White House wants to get through, the massive reconciliation bill, $3.5 trillion of spending, an additional trillion of infrastructure, and who knows what else, it has stalled out for now, so much so that yesterday Clay and I were talking on the show about reports that Senator Manchin, caught in the middle of all this, your colleague, may decide to perhaps leave the Democrat Party. I'm wondering if you can just shed some light on where does the whole process with this massive Biden agenda bill stand. And what do you think about the reporting on Senator Manchin of West Virginia?
6: Well, first, the reporting on Senator Manchin, I've not discussed this with him personally. I don't see him changing parties. I do think that there are several in the Democratic Party that would like to conduct themselves in a more independent framework simply because they don't agree with what is happening in the Democratic Party and a big part of that is this massive spending bill and of course last week we heard that they were so frustrated they couldn't get the three and a half trillion which is really five trillion across the finish line so they were going to pare it back, keep all of the programs, put them in as pilot projects or as one-year programs, but make them mandatory so that then in following years, you have to fund these programs. So you would see all of this increase in the welfare state, government pushing to take control of your kids, your healthcare, your bank account, they would still move forward with all of that, move forward with the Green New Deal move forward with what they're wanting to do with Medicare and Medicaid. It's just they would do it for a shorter period of time and say, look, we got our wish list down. We can pay for this with $1.5 trillion.
2: Senator Blackburn, uh, last question I think here for you, and we appreciate the time. I saw you tweet out about this, and I know we've discussed it before. Enos Cantor, who is a basketball player for the Boston Celtics, came out and said, among other things that uh, I think everybody almost listening to us would agree with him, that Chairman Xi in China is a brutal dictator and that the people under his thumb deserve freedom. As a result, China has pulled Boston Celtics games off television inside of their country. Do you hope to see other NBA players speak out like Enos Cantor did against China and uh, do you support him fully in uh, in his commentary?
6: Yes. You know, we uh, have really been surprised with how some of these American corporations, the NBA, uh, Apple and others, kowtow to the communist Chinese And this just shows you, if you are not in complete agreement with them, then they are going to cut you off. And look at what they are doing. Chairman Xi, of course, he is a brutal dictator. Look at the genocide that they're carrying out on the Uyghurs. Look at how they treat the Tibetans. Look at what they have done to the Hong Kong freedom fighters. Look at how they are terrorizing Taiwan, continuing to fly those Fighters across Taiwan, we know what they are doing. Look at what they did last week with testing out hypersonics and beginning to say, USA, we can hit the homeland. Look at how they have partnered up with the Taliban there in Afghanistan so they can get that land route. I just think the more people realize that the Chinese Communist Party is a bad actor, they are not a competitor, they are not an ally, they are an adversary, they want to be globally dominant by the time we get to the middle of the century, and we have to push back. So for Enos Canner, good on him for going after the Chinese Communist Party.
1: Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Senator, we really appreciate you being with us. Thanks so much.
6: You got it. Take care.
1: Thank you. There's an equation worth paying attention to. Gold equals protection. Protection is important for your portfolio, particularly right now. If you can make gold a part of your savings plan or within your IRA account, it's the best way to help you hold the value of your savings and your IRA. I purchased gold myself through the Oxford Gold Group, and they helped me through the entire process. Not only did I buy the gold, I had it delivered right to my home. And it's here there and it's there today safely locked away. Our partners at Oxford Gold Group have gold and precious metals that can be delivered to your home, too. There's nothing like real gold on your doorstep. If you think buying real gold is complicated, my friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you. You can have real gold delivered to your home just like I did or have real gold as part of your IRA. And it's all just a phone call away. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. We just spoke with Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee about a whole range of issues. If you happen to miss it, if you're tuning in right now, remember the podcast. Always a way you can listen on demand each hour of the show posted separately. So it's very easy. If you just tune in for hour one, hour two, you can always catch what you miss. Please subscribe. Also, give us five stars if you don't mind. I mean, if you want to throw us four stars, we'll take it. We would really prefer five stars in the podcast review in the Apple store. Uh, but we talked about briefly What's going on on Capitol Hill right now, where you have Attorney General Merrick Garland, you know, the guy whose office put out that nice free speech you have, parents concerned about their kids in school. Be a shame if something happened to it. You know, a really, really unsettling action from the chief law enforcement officer of the United States federal government, Representative Jim Jordan, put this in a half Nelson today. Here he is talking about the politicization of the doj on capitol hill
9: the chairman just said the trump doj was political and went after their opponents are you kidding me three weeks ago the national school board association writes president biden asking him to involve the fbi in local school board matters five days later the attorney general of the united states does just that does exactly what a political organization asked to be done five days we've sent republicans on this committee have sent the attorney general 13 letters in the last six months takes weeks and months to get a response eight of the letters we've got nothing they just gave us the finger said we're not going to get back to you and all our letters were actually sent to the attorney general here's a letter sent to someone else asking for a specific thing to be done and in five days the attorney general does it here's what the october 4th memo said quote i'm directing the fbi to convene meetings with local leaders these meetings will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting Dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting. A snitch line on parents started five days after a left-wing political organization asked for it. That's not political. I don't know what is.
2: Well said by Jim Jordan, who, by the way, is going to be on with us, I believe, next week. Uh, And it's so well said, Buck, because when you actually deconstruct what's going on here, it is set for, first of all... This is what I said when this story came out. If somebody commits a crime locally, it should be prosecuted, right? That's the job of local prosecutors.
1: That's the job of local police officers. We're not savage communists. We don't cheer on the burning down of police stations or the attacking of public officials or whatever. We don't do that stuff. But the idea that you would involve the federal government in investigations
2: into what parents do or say at school boards And that that would and that you would label them as domestic terrorist strikes at the very fabric of American democracy, which is the essence of individuals being able to share their opinions on political matters and on important issues such as decisions that are being made to educate their children in local public
1: schools like this is the very heart of democracy. And the fact that they would go out there with this memo from the attorney general's office, this wasn't, you know, they got away with the IRS targeting for a while back in 2011, 2012, because they said, oh, it was some low level people in like the Cincinnati or the Cleveland office of the IRS. This is the absolute top of the DOJ food chain, so to speak, putting out a letter that's clearly meant to say the eye of Sauron is focused in on these parents, which is going to have real implications. And that was why they did it. And it's because they feel so comfortable weaponizing the bureaucracy for their own ends.
2: No doubt. And credit to Jim Jordan for calling it out. But this is, uh, and, and by the way, we mentioned this earlier in the first hour, but the Attorney General Merrick Garland, despite the fact saying that he was going to investigate local school boards, He said he didn't know anything about the Loudoun County issues and the potential sexual assault that was going on there and everything that spiraled out of that story. It's disgraceful. If you haven't taken advantage of record low mortgage rates, now's the time. They're not going to be here much longer. Fed said so. Janet Yellen has said so. Every day passes, you know what's going to happen. We're at risk of seeing higher mortgage rates. So why not find out what your options are right now? You can get a free mortgage review either to get pre-qualified to get a brand new mortgage or to see whether refi might make sense for you doesn't have any obligation associated with it at all you're likely to save hundreds if not thousands of dollars a month tens of thousands of dollars over the long term of your mortgage investment and you can choose any loan term so you're not waking uh, wasting money on interest get hooked up now save a bundle up to a thousand dollars a month all you have to do is call american financing at 800-777-8109 listen to me carefully call today 800-777-8109 or visit americanfinancing.net welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show appreciate all of you hanging out with us hope you are having a fantastic thursday As you roll closer and closer to what i hope will be a phenomenal weekend for everyone want to talk about what i see and i think buck sees and i know many of you see as well as the looming battle between identity politics cancel culture and sane society the insane versus the sane so i don't know how many of you have actually watched the netflix comedy special that dave chappelle did it was not revolutionary in nature it really wasn't that wildly out of bounds in terms of comedic uh, material but it has turned into a cultural flashpoint as transgender people have argued that Netflix should not have distributed the Dave Chappelle special and that they should also not allow it to continue to remain on the platform because they believe that his jokes Are potentially going to create violence against them and so what you really have is an identity politics victim culture which now has transgender people turning against a black comedian over who has the right to say what in america today and yesterday while we were on the air netflix had a protest featuring some employees And there was also a counter protest. So I want to start with the counter protest because this is absolutely hysterical. And if you haven't seen this video, some people showed up to the protest by transgender people against the Dave Chappelle comedy special to simply chant. We like Dave. We like jokes. Jokes are funny. You are not
1: allowed to say you like jokes in America today, Clay.
2: Jokes are funny was what these people showed up to protest. Okay. One of these guys had a we like Dave uh, uh, b- uh sign. The sign was ripped out of his hands, it was destroyed, and then they, they the activists, the transgender activists, screamed that he had a weapon because he still had the piece of wood that he had been holding his sign up, only now it had been stripped away of its sign. And I believe we have a little bit of audio now. Trust me on this. This is wildly hysterically entertaining in some ways. It's funnier than anything SNL has done probably in decades. Uh, but listen to this is a shortcut of the counter-protesters being confronted and them trying to be shouted down for saying, we like jokes. We
4: like jokes! We like jokes! do we like? We like
5: jokes! We like jokes!
2: All right, Dave is funny. We like jokes, if you could hear that. Now, this is unacceptable to the transgender activists, and I just want to play a couple of cuts from what they were saying at their rally. Let's start with cut seven, and then we'll follow it up with cut eight. This is from the Netflix protest.
4: Today on this full moon in Aries, it is time to make a change. It's time to release the old and break in new. What needs to happen if the CEO at Netflix wants to make it right with trans people, give your trans employees a raise right now give them a raise right now for their hard work for their hard labor and for putting their trauma out for the world to see
1: so this is just a shakedown that that's what this turns into right this is if you don't do what we say we are mobilizing the woke mob so that some people get a payoff clay that's actually what this is about which is fascinating Because they also use the rhetoric of this creates violence against us. So if you're so worried about the violence that will be created by Dave Chappelle's jokes, shouldn't that be the thing that is addressed in some way? No, it's okay. fine. Maybe you're creating violence against us, which, by the way, is an outrageous, intellectually indefensible lie and an absurdity. But beyond that, okay, maybe maybe we'll look the other way. Pay us off. Give us money. Give us special privileges.
2: Netflix HR, like walking around the office, knocking on a door. Hey, sorry to ask. Are you gender non-binary? Which pronouns do you like? We're trying to figure out who gets the raise for the transgender special that you didn't like. But this, your point, Buck, the other cut here is someone alleging that Dave Chappelle's jokes puts their lives in danger listen to this
4: i'm here to let ted know that if he won't stand up for their rights we will and that's the reason why we're here today we are here today not because we don't know how to take a joke we're here because we're concerned that the jokes are taking
5: lives
8: and
4: that's not a laughing
1: matter it's not the that we can't are take a joke lives. Yeah. it's not that we can't take a joke it's that your jokes are literally killing people this is what they say which is completely insane. But it also goes to show you that they'll say whatever. They'll use any tactic of exaggeration and emotional manipulation to get what they want out of this exchange, which, as we know, is cash. It's power. It's influence in Netflix, which let's all remember this, folks. Netflix as a company, you know, we often talk about big tech and we talk Netflix is more powerful today than any movie studio in America, is more influential in the culture Than any cable channel you can think of. Netflix has massive, massive cultural implications all across the country. And for those who say, Oh, I don't subscribe to Netflix, okay, fine. But if you look at their subscription numbers and some of the growth rates that they've had in recent years, you know, if you're 25 years old, are you watching, you know, are you watching uh some cable channel? I don't know, like, you know, classic movie channel or something? No. No. You're watching Netflix, you're watching Hulu, and so not only is the payoff demand here, I think, Clay, transparent for what it is, but beyond that, they just want to make sure that these companies that influence the culture and therefore our politics so much are absolutely terrified of being insufficiently woke. This is about power in these institutions. It's also about
2: how much power
1: transgender people have right now.
2: You're claiming we're a minority that's being discriminated against, yet don't overlook what an outlandish power grab they are referencing that they have. They are demanding that somebody else not be able to make a joke at their expense and that no one, and by the way, it's not even really at their expense. It's just pointing out what I think many of you agree out there, which is it's crazy to have transgender athletes competing against biological women right i mean we're just talking about basic human difference in biology and saying it's not crazy to say hey men don't have babies like these are these are not outlandish comments to make
1: we might have to bleep we might have to bleep that one clay travis men don't have babies I don't know what's going to happen to you now, but the protesters Women are going to find you
2: pregnant like these are not
1: outlandish things to say. Right. But these he, are what's considered to be hateful language. You now. know, when when you look at uh, you look at what happens in, uh, you know, I've said that that a, a true tyranny is capricious. Right. It's not that everyone lives totally under the super harsh yes. rules. It's that the rules apply differently depending on who's in power and what they want. What you also find is that if you really want absolute control of a society, It's not that you have to get people to agree to lies. It's that you have to get people to agree to what they know and you know are lies, but they do it anyway. Everyone knows that everyone's lying. I mean, this goes back to the great Russian dissidents like during the Soviet era, like Solzhenitsyn and others. Everyone knew that what the Soviet Union was saying on a regular basis about everything was a lie, including the people saying it. But the point was they had the brute force and power to make you bend the knee and go along. That's why saying men can get pregnant is so problematic in America. That's why saying that, you know, you have to use they for individuals is problematic because it is forcing you to be complicit in lies. And we should live not by lies.
2: Amen. And what we are seeing is, and I hope this is what we're seeing, and I think we're seeing it more and more, is I want all of you to think about, it. I encourage you to go watch the videos of the protest that I shared at my, my Twitter feed at Clay Travis, and we played some cuts for you. But I want you to think about this. The people who are attacking people who showed up at the protest to chant, we like jokes, think they're the good people. I want you to just think about that. Everybody wants to talk about how history is going to view things. How's history going to vo- view the people who were tearing down signs That said, we like Dave and we like jokes. Are they going to look like the reasonable people in 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Or are they going to look like the tyrants that they are? I think we know. In the meantime, every day, Tunnel the Towers is in conversation with family members of our military service as well as first responders. You can imagine how sensitive many of those conversations are. There's a lot of listening. There's a lot of caring. What Tunnel the Towers has accomplished with your support is providing care for hundreds and hundreds of families. This year alone, they'll provide 200 mortgage-free homes to those families. This takes away the pressure of how to put a roof over the heads of family members learning to live with loss of a loved one, of a provider, and to give a sense of security to the children and surviving spouses. Tunnel to Towers is dedicated to remembering the men and women who dedicated themselves to defending our freedoms at home and abroad and their families. This is an effort that started just after 9-11 and continues today. Buck, How can our listeners help?
1: Help those uh, families with your own donation. This is how you can support. This is how you can step up. Tunnel to Towers does remarkable things with the money you donate. There are many, many heroes out there and their families who need your help. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org.
0: Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We are open up those lines, 800-282-2882. Uh, We also want to talk to you in the next hour about a number of things. One, Florida. The cases are super low. Lowest in the 48 states right now when it comes to COVID. Governor Ron DeSantis taking a big stand for freedom against vaccine mandates. We will discuss that in a little bit. Also, uh, Inez Cantor, who is a a big-time NBA player, speaking out against China. Clay's going to lay that one down for us because that can have big implications. Never before did we have... Athletes in this country generally terrified of our biggest rival when it was the Soviet era. You know, oh, I can't speak out against. No, in fact, it was all USA, USA. Go watch Rocky IV. That's how we felt during the Soviet era. Now, because of the Chinese market and all the money involved. But Inez Cantor speaking out nonetheless. We can discuss that in the next hour. Plus the cancellation of a prestigious lecture by an MIT geophysicist over, well, The battle of whether you can actually have ideas that are not left wing and still be a scientist in good standing. This goes to covid policy. This goes to so many things right now, because what you'll find out is that science has been just as corrupted as the so-called social sciences at the university level. And that has enormous implications for not just our society generally, but also for why there is no honesty from the scientific community in large part during covid but you know the biden administration thinks that they're still going to get through this major spending package and the build back better agenda and all this other stuff they're talking about including climate as if we're supposed to be really focused in on that
8: you know we need more stronger levies stronger power grids more durable able to withstand ever increasing ferocity intensity of extreme weather any road it used to be you have a catastrophe And the road gets washed out, you build it back to what it was before. You can't build it back to the same standard. You've got to build the road back literally higher. Not a joke, because the weather has already changed. And if we don't do something before we reach 1.5
1: degrees Celsius, we're in trouble. Clay, this, this whole thing about the proof of climate change all around us from fires and weather and storms and tornadoes and... It, weather is not more severe this is just not true we keep going through this they say it and then the actual data shows that they're making it up as they go along i i feel like the biden administration's floundering because what exactly are they selling people on at this point well what-
2: and also joe's trying to sell people on something he doesn't really believe in himself right there's no way that joe biden is sitting around and feels like climate change is an existential threat to american life that's what he says because he's trying to placate the far left wing of his pol- of, uh, of his party now. But that's got to be one of the great disappointments, I would imagine, of Joe Biden's life. It's amazing to get elected president, but he managed to do it after his mental faculties were gone and when no one cares what he thinks. So he's not leading anything. He's being dragged along, like I said, weekended Bernie-style presidency. We have- and... As a result, we are ending up in a situation where he's not leading his party at all. In fact, he's just trying to avoid becoming the target of his party. I think that's a big story about cinema and Manchin is he's happy to have them be the bad guys instead
1: of people be mad at him. And the way they're trying to sell this to first of all. That weather is so much more severe and that's why we need it. That's just not true. They get, it's like masks for kids in school. It's so much better. It's just not true. But this one is this one is truly mind blowing. To what I said before about we know it's a lie, they know it's a lie, but we're supposed to go along with the lie that everyone knows is such. Here are he you still saying the five trillion dollar build back better bill, well, what does it cost?
8: And the cost of the build back better bill in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. 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 Because we're going to pay for it all. In addition to that, half of it is a tax cut. It's not spending money. It's a tax cut for working class people.
1: This is Joe Biden telling the American people that he has invented a magic donut that you can eat endlessly, that never runs out, that costs you nothing, and that won't make you fat. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it well
2: and again i don't even think joe biden buys it and the media should be pushing back i mean the cost of something is not zero i mean it's basically biden trying to argue that he's creating a free lunch which you know economically does not ever exist and we're talking about taking money directly out of people's pockets many of you out there listening to us including your radio show host and putting it into the federal government and by the way a, mandate. It's a great editorial in the Wall Street Journal this morning. I know you read it too, uh, Buck saying that what they're basically trying to do now is they're going to stuff as much as they can into this bill and claim that it only costs X number of dollars because they sunset the provisions and don't count it into the future when it adds really tens of trillions of dollars in additional cost in the years ahead. They're trying to sneak this in now with the idea being It'll be hard to eliminate in the years ahead, which has been the case with many different entitlements that now are eating up the vast majority of our budget.
1: This is very straightforward, too. If these were such great ideas they had in this massive bill, they would take each really compelling idea individual that that the American people so strongly agree with. They'd put it forward. They say, we want to spend, you know, a $100 billion on climate change, weatherproofing, or whatever. And they'd put it out there, and everybody would vote, and we would see. Do you believe in this lunacy or not, members of Congress? But no, instead, they try to just push through this this unwieldy monstrosity full of whatever, and then they just pick one or two things. They lie and say that it costs zero, and they're just hoping to essentially redistribute a whole lot of money to favored constituencies and special interests— and, of course, the welfare state, and then tell everybody what a great job they're doing. That's the plan.
2: That's the plan for 2022. And we hope it's going to fail not only in 2022, but in the election in Virginia in a couple of weeks. We've been talking about that. We'll tell you all about why China versus the NBA may have just gotten a new birth of life and... We'll give you the absolute latest on the COVID monstrosity and the fact that we're standing up against it in Florida.
1: I'm fired up as well about this MIT lecture canceled uh, because a geophysicist who's highly esteemed didn't want to sign on for affirmative action as a uh, policy he supports. Not allowed to do that and still be a scientist, apparently, at the most prestigious science place in the country. We'll talk about it coming up. (laughs)
2: You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
0: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.